This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English, episode number 310. And there are many reasons why this podcast, this particular episode is fantastic, okay? Number one is because I just recorded this intro and outro to the podcast and then realized my voice sounds like I am or I have just inhaled helium from a helium balloon because I speak like this and it's quite ironic that this happened in this episode I think it did happen in the past but it is quite ironic it happened in this episode because we talk about the nightmares of podcasting and also I've checked there is no reason why that happened it just happened it's just technology being a bastard I am too lazy to record it again so I am just going to let you listen to it okay and I am in this intro you're about to listen to I do talk about something quite serious so I know it's going to be difficult for you to take me seriously speaking in a ridiculous voice but just do your best okay in today's episode we have a special guest we have daniel from the podcast my fluent podcast and believe me this is an inspiring episode daniel is a very inspiring person because he actually made his podcast just to get better at English which I find absolutely incredible and he then tells us about another podcast he has and another podcast he is thinking of starting to practice his new language skills in another language and we talk about various different topics we talk about Daniel's home country which is Switzerland we talk a lot about podcasting the challenges that it involves and I also share a few stories which probably I haven't shared over the years. I'm not 100% sure because I've shared lots of stories with you, obviously. And then there is also something else absolutely incredible, which I will tell you now. So at the end of my conversation with Daniel, he said to me, if you find anyone on this podcast, anyone listening who wants to come on my podcast... Tell them to contact me and I will be happy to interview them. So basically, this is an open invitation for you to contact Daniel so you can appear on his podcast. Now, I'm sure at the moment you're probably thinking, oh, my God, absolutely no, I would never do that. But hopefully when you listen to this episode, you will see the benefits of doing that. I share an experience when I was speaking Italian and I had a moment where I thought, oh, wow, oh, my God, my Italian is so good. Thanks to something similar to recording a podcast. You will hear the story later. So listen to the episode and have a real think about this, because I guarantee you it will make you feel like a rock star. And you will then think, wow, if I can record a podcast in English, I can do anything. I actually record podcasts with Rock and Roll English family members. In fact, this is something we have just done in the membership area. And again, lots of people tell me, oh, no, I'm too scared. Then they do it and feel like a rock star. So listen to the episode and just have that in the back of your mind as you listen. If you decide to do it, there are 
links to find Daniel in the show notes to the episode, which you can find just by clicking on the link inside this podcast. So enjoy the episode. I will talk to you all at the end. But in the meantime, happy listening. So hello, Daniel, and welcome to Rock and Roll English. Hello, Martin. Thank you for having me on your show. Great to have you here. In fact, Daniel is a very important name on Rock and Roll English because we actually have two Daniels. We've got the famous Dan the Man, the number one. The number one, I'm, I'm sorry, Daniel, but no one can take Dan the Man's place on Rock and Roll English. So, of course. Um, <laughs> and then we've got the Hellraiser, whose actual name is Daniel. So you... You are the third Daniel to appear on Rock and Roll English. I am honored. But but now I am also <laughs> curious, Martin, be, be, why is he called Hellraiser? So his surname is Hellery, Hell, and there he raises Hell. He brings Hell to Earth, where we live, because he creates lots of problems. <laughs> and we actually got that from a Tupac song. Tupac, the American rapper, uh, I think the song was actually called Hellraiser. It says, like, Mama raised a Hellraiser. And we were quite into Tupac when we were quite young. We, we thought we were like gangsters. Um, really? So that he, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, pretty cool, obviously, as you can imagine. So, because um, I am that's where the nickname I am came. more into Murderhead, right? Because they have also a song called Hellraiser. And, oh, right. Okay. And I thought maybe it came from the movie. There is also a horror movie that is called Hellraiser. Oh, wow. I didn't realize Hellraiser was such an imp <laughs> such a common thing. Uh, so every day is a school day, as I always say on the podcast. So on Rock and Roll English here, Daniel, we love stories and especially real life stories. And I think you have got a very interesting story because so, for example, you from what I understand, you you have your podcast, my fluent podcast is correct. Exactly. Yeah. And the woke up man. Also, I have two podcasts. Uh, uh, What's the name of the, the other vocab one? man? Oh, the yes. vocab man. Wow. Okay. The vocab man. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> okay. Right. So, and from what I understood, you started this podcast basically to help you and with your English. Is that correct? That is correct because I hit the bloody intermediate plateau. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I decided to take fate into my own hands and uh -huh. I grabbed a microphone and recorded myself. And here I am like, uh, how many years? Now I have to, to think. Well, it, it started back in 2016, actually. I think okay, right. about so the same time as Rock and Roll English has came. Yeah, Rock and Roll English was January 2017. Like I said, the first time I actually released an episode, but it really had started much before that. So, wow, you've been doing this a long time. Now, for non-podcasters, like I don't think, I, I have mentioned it a few times on the podcast, but how difficult it is to 
like record podcasts, find people that you want to talk to, and even just talking to a microphone alone. I, I, I remember so vividly the first time I spoke to a microphone alone, because at least when I was on a call talking to someone like Dan the Man, I didn't feel so stupid because I was talking to someone, even if I had headphones on. So anyone that had their ear by my door of the apartment where I lived, I don't think anyone ever did. But people, well, they wouldn't have understood that I was talking to someone. But I was, so I knew that. So I didn't feel stupid. But I remember having to record the introduction to the podcast. And I like hit record and I thought, oh my God, if anyone's listening to me now, they're just going to think I'm the biggest idiot in the world. So like, tell us more about this. How did you, how did you feel? How did, like, what, what really gave you the desire to start it? Obviously to, to learn more, but like, tell us the backstory, let's say. Okay, so the backstory is that I have been an avid podcast listener. So I listened mm-hmm. to hundreds of hours of content in English mm-hmm. also okay, because yeah. podcast was not so common in the German speaking world. So back then when mm-hmm. I talked about podcast, all of my friends, they didn't know about it. They didn't know what it, what it was, right? So mm-hmm. in a way it was like I was obliged or I was forced to to listen to English content, but of course I, I loved it. I loved it. And then mm-hmm. there came a time in which I decided to become a fluent English speaker because mm-hmm. even though I could understand the podcast, I was not able to, to speak fluently. And mm-hmm. I am more an introvert person and very reserved in a way. Mm-hmm. And that's why it was really difficult for me to get my practice, right? And then I mm-hmm. just decided to to record myself. But this was a process. It, it took me like two years from the idea to, to start my own podcast to actually publish it, right? So for me, it was really difficult. And I remember that my very first art cover was just a post-it, you know, the, the, the yellow sticky notes with yep. the name mm-hmm. of the podcast in it, My Fluent Podcast. And then I, I, I took a, a picture and then I uploaded it on, on Stitcher, it, it is called. Okay. And then you could see all these fancy covers of the other shows <laughs> and mine stood out because it was like crap <laughs> but but you know it it's not important because the most important is that you get going you get going and consistency was key to me and to all of those who want to start out podcasting i have to say that it has become very easy these days to podcast because it is for free on many hosts podcast hosts for example, on Spreaker, or I don't know if it is, it is still called Anchor, but mm-hmm. basically it's free. You, you can just push the record button and you can record yourself. 
Of course, if you yeah. want to do it professionally, if you want to integrate sound bites and, and whatnot, it can become complicated. But the, the process in itself to record yourself and publish, it has become very easy. And I recommend yeah. it because it's really great. And also people know what a podcast is. That means that you can invite your friends, you can invite whoever. And it has become easy because everyone wants to be on a podcast. And because <laughs> I remember back in the day when I looked for guests, a lot of times they, they didn't know what it was and, and they didn't want to come onto my show, unfortunately. And also I want to mention that in the very beginning, I had to write down every single word because, as I said, I, I was not a fluent speaker. So my, my wow. whole mission was to become fluent. So in a way, my goal, it was not a smart goal because usually teachers tell you you have to, to have this smart goal. And just by telling yourself, I want to become fluent, this is not a smart goal. But this was actually my goal and... For me, it worked. And also, I became a little bit less reserved, maybe a little mm -hmm. bit less introverted, because for me, even in my native language, I don't approach foreign people and, and go talk <laughs> to them. I am not at all that person. But it's, it's like in my fluent podcast, I am like an alter ego in a way <laughs> because because i can talk about stuff that i really love and and i can talk to people who who i yeah who i find great for example mm -hmm. one of my first guests was luke thompson and okay. before i interviewed him i listened to dozens of episodes of him so in a way i knew him already and then I invited him to the show. And I did that with a lot of other podcasters. Mm -hmm. And yeah, sorry for that long-winded answer, Martin. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it was great. There were, there were so many things that um, were interesting there. And so many things I could relate to, especially when you said that it was a process and it took you two years to actually publish it on the internet. Because that's almost identical to me of like having the idea and having the courage and also I hadn't really thought about this what you mentioned about being like an introvert and how it making a podcast makes you more confident I suppose because I, I wouldn't say I was an introvert before but I would definitely say that since having a podcast I am a more confident person <laughs> i suppose a perfect example of this is not long after i started the podcast is when i met my wife <laughs> because let's say before that success with girls wasn't so good <laughs> but i suppose i just felt more confident and in my podcast actually helped me because i remember the first time i met her i said oh i've got a podcast and she i said take your phone out and press like on my facebook page she pressed like and then later I sent her a message on Facebook and that's how that's how the love story started. Um, so, yeah, that that's such an interesting thing. And so, yeah, 
But tell me this, how did you actually feel when you recorded that very first time by yourself? Oh, I felt <laughs> terrible. <laughs> because, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so again, so I was doing that in my language, of course, and I, I still felt terrible and embarrassed and stupid. But it, yeah, it's just such a great story of like what you said as well about how consistency really helped you as well. And again, if we like move this to English, that uh, that is, I think, one of the biggest things of like consistency. So not everyone wants to make a podcast and, you know, that's fine. But I think whatever you do, if you want to do it well, and if you want to reach fluency, you need to be consistent in what you do in like studying vocabulary, like learning how speech works and many things to to be consistent is is the key um, and then you said like you got to speak to lots of people you said that I think people that you admire I was hoping you were going to say like you Martin because we just recorded a podcast but you said Luke Thompson <laughs> and broke my heart <laughs> yeah but don't don't worry I, I I forgive you to be honest I I even had that when I spoke to Luke because I'd listened to quite a few of his podcasts about trying to get ideas for podcasts so the first time I spoke to him even I felt like that because yeah, he's he's like number one in the learning English podcast world. Um, so even even I had that experience of like, oh my god, because you, it's strange, isn't it? Because you hear the voice like on the podcast, and then suddenly that voice is responding to what you're saying, and it's kind of like, oh wow, yeah, it's incredible. Um, and but in yeah. a way, you you already know him because you listened to to his episodes. And also, I have to say that Luke Thompson made it very easy for me mm -hmm. because he rambled a lot <laughs> when I interviewed him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I remember when I recorded with him the first time, because I've done a few podcasts with him now. For some reason, we didn't have the camera on, so so I couldn't actually see him. So it was just I could just hear him, and so it, that made it more strange that I could just hear this voice talking to me. It was the um, same with me. We we didn't right, record okay. with the video on, and this is yeah. another thing that has become easy these days because you can see each other. It makes it more comfortable. Yeah, I, I agree. Also, the tools yeah. have become way better in general. You mean yeah, you, have, yeah. you have way more tools at your disposal? Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah, uh, this wasn't actually supposed to be a conversation about podcasting, <laughs> but that that was, I remember interviewing people, yeah, like 2017. And it generally was the standard procedure not to have cameras on. But these days yeah. you don't even ask because then there was a phase where you had to ask people, are we doing, are we going to have the camera on or off? But now nowadays you don't even ask. It's just like we're going to talk and have the camera on um so so that's a, another change as well okay so the the podcast is still going and so your love for languages so in our pre-podcast chat you were telling me as well how italian's the new one so you're studying italian but then i was my jaw almost hit the floor when you said you were going to start recording podcasts in italian too yeah the idea is actually that I do the same thing that I did with my phone podcast in the beginning, just okay. in, in Italian. But but wow. I am I'm still a bit nervous, you know, because yeah, my Italian is not 
not at the same level as English. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and why why Italian? Why have you decided to learn Italian? This is a very good question because, to be honest, I, I can't put my finger on on why exactly. It's just I like the sound of the language and and maybe <laughs> how how the people think from Italy. Like they have like a, another philosophy in a way, and which I find really great because I come from Switzerland and <laughs> and we don't share the same philosophy as as mm. colleagues from Italy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I so I've been to Switzerland, and yeah. So in in fact, in this exact moment, I am in Sicily again. And if I think of the differences between Sicily, especially and Switzerland, there there are many differences between in every aspect you you can imagine. But yeah, I find that incredible that you're willing to put in so much work because I think everybody knows everybody listening to this podcast to learn a language takes a lot of work and even to get to a conversational level is difficult is very very difficult especially as an adult and so you're 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 willing to do this you are doing this just because just because in fact just there is no reason just because just for the sake of it it is it is yeah just it is for the, the sake of it with english because back in the day when i yeah when i started out my fluent podcast I had no reason to learn English because in Switzerland you you are not forced to learn it. I don't I don't okay, I don't I don't use English on my daily basis or on my okay. day to day and it's just I love English. It's it's amazing. In interesting. So Switzerland even as a country is quite fascinating because there are so many languages. What is the official language in Switzerland? Or there are there are more than there one. There are more than one. There. Uh, yeah. Um, let me think. German, of course, mm -hmm. but it's not the same as as the dialect because my dialect is Swiss German. So we have standard German, okay. Swiss German. We have Italian, we have French, and then there is a language called Rumanche, but only. Okay. 40,000 people are speaking this language. Right. So I find this thing I have always found strange. So Switzerland is not the, uh, the only country. There are other countries that do this. But in a country, you can talk to someone else from the same country as you and not understand each other. That is true, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, I, for me, coming from England, where obviously there is one language... I just my mind is not able to comprehend that like even even in school or even when you watch the news you watch the national news the six o'clock news on BBC like in Switzerland do you not have that is it in different languages we have different channels so we have right. the Swiss German channel we have the French channel and and the Italian channel and of, of right, course okay. usually people who are speaking German they they don't watch TV in French so they right, they okay. would not watch some uh, Swiss channels 
Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. And do you speak any other languages? Like, have you done this with any other languages? Well, I had French back in school, and mm -hmm. uh, I speak. So did I, but I I can't tell you anything in <laughs> French. I think I can tell you my name <laughs> and where I live. And I speak Spanish because my father okay. comes from Argentina. But okay, wow. Spanish has become a bit rusty because I'm not okay. using it on a regular basis. So with your father, when you were young, did you speak in Spanish with yes, him? Yes, only in Spanish. Okay, right. Okay, wow. This, the story gets even more interesting then. Yeah. <laughs> nowadays, when I meet with him, then we speak in Spanish with some words in German as well. So when I don't remember right. a word, I just say it in, in German and then he will understand me. And right. it's also funny because he relocated to a French, to the French-speaking part of Switzerland. So he is okay. speaking a lot in French these days. <laughs> right, okay. Wow. So, okay, so you've got a real language background then um so so going back to your podcast because like i said i i can't i cannot tell you how much respect i have for you Thank for you. creating a podcast for, for this reason and like i said when you mentioned the italian one obviously i i speak italian i speak italian every day to my wife literally every single day for most of the day but the idea of recording a podcast for me in italian scares the living daylights <laughs> out of me so you you are an, an inspiration in fact as you said that i thought you know what, i might try that because i have done similar things so when i worked at a language school every friday for the school i i did like a live a facebook live and the way it worked was i spoke italian and my colleague my italian colleague spoke in english But there were a few times he wasn't there, like he had the day off and I had to do it only in Italian. And I remember before going live, I don't know how many people watched this video. I don't, it wasn't, it wasn't a huge number, but still before going live, I remember really shitting my pants <laughs> and thinking, oh my God. <laughs> but on the flip side of that, afterwards, mm -hmm. One time specifically during COVID, this was, I remember doing this and then like pressing like close call or whatever, and then literally running around my house, jumping up and down <laughs> because it was, I felt so good. And for, for my confidence as well, it was kind of like, well, I've just recorded yes, a, yes. a live video in Italian. God, my Italian's like amazing. I'm, I'm so good. And then the next day probably came back down to earth. But <laughs> um, so, yeah. So w what about you? Tell us some of the lessons that you've learned and how, how you have felt at various times during. Oh, my God. I like podcast. I, I really I learned so much in these years. Mm -hmm. I can give you some examples. So, for example, even mm -hmm. when, I, when I when I am going to work or stuff, for me, it has become easier to be like in a meeting with a lot of people because that 
always scared the shit out of me to be honest and i so so you, you're just on a human level confidence yes, so yes. you when you say go to work um tell us what your day job is well it's uh an eight to five job at the at the office it's uh it's about it's, it's okay it's just a lot of office job a, a and, lot of paper stuff and and law stuff and right. boring stuff <laughs> okay and that's all in german yeah not only no Sometimes we have to adapt. Okay. So, for example, some okay. of my colleagues speak French, and so some of my okay. colleagues speak Italian. And well, he, oh wow! But but so you use English as a medium? No. Or what do you? So usually we talk in in German. So everyone has the okay. right to talk in his language. So so to speak. Right. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's mainly if you don't, don't mainly it's German. <laughs> yes. Right. Okay. Um, but so when you were saying though about going to a meeting, so that that's not connected to feeling more confident in English. That's just feeling more confident in, in general. general. Yes, because it, right. it even okay. affected my native uh, language mm-hmm. because I became mm-hmm. more confident because yeah. I'm usually that the type of person who is listening to others and, mm-hmm. and not the one who is talking about himself or or about anything okay and that helped me a lot and of course it helped me with becoming fluent in english Mm -hmm. and i remember one interview that i i did my research a lot of hours Mm -hmm. and all my interview was based on a specific topic and then when i asked the, the first question the interviewer said, "No, I I never struggled when I was learning English. I never struggled." And the whole <laughs> idea was to talk about how to overcome the struggles, and 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 and, and then I, I was like, "Oh my God, what do I do? What do I do?" <laughs> all all my my questions were were around this, and that was amazing because i had to roll with it right so okay. i learned how to to improvise also i learned how to to not to not take it too seriously for example of course and yeah because i i what? i i hate making mistakes and i am mm-hmm. scared of making mistakes and stuff and nowadays i became yeah cooler in a way I, I I don't lose my shit so fast, right? <laughs> wow. Yeah. The 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 not making mistakes thing, that that's an interesting thing as well because yeah, I, nobody enjoys it, do they? Nobody enjoys making mistakes. But I think yeah, being on the online in the online world like podcasting and I've especially found this more recently with videos that I make for Instagram I was always really worried about people laughing and stuff but I think it gives you in English we say thick skin so it makes you tough because now uh, I even sometimes see an error and I just think I don't care like and whilst before maybe if I made a video and it got like not many likes or things I would think oh my god but now I I just don't care. In fact, I put something on recently. I put a video on TikTok and it got five views, not even six, (laughs) five. And I actually made a post about it, about how the fact I, 
Like you just need to put yourself out there. And again, if we bring this back to English, I think it's exactly the same of people are so scared of making mistakes. And I'm not saying that's wrong because I, I was the same in Italian, but the way to get over that is just do it. And if you make, like you will make mistakes. It's it's literally part of the process. Absolutely. You can't get to fluency without, no, no one has ever got to fluency without making mistakes. So you just have to accept it's part of the process, which is what I've done with videos. I've just accepted. If I want to get like more followers so more people can find rock and roll English and so I can help more people, I'm going to have to make mistakes like I did with the podcast. And it's it's just part of the process. So, um, so yeah, and like you, I'd imagine you, you have been down that um, yeah, that yeah. many times of making many Definitely. mistakes. And also I learned a lot of colloquial expressions because mm -hmm. after I have interviewed people from all around the world, mm -hmm. um, whether mm -hmm. native speakers or non-native speakers, and then I, I, I had the transcript and I re-listened to it and had it written also. And then mm -hmm. whenever I came across a good expression, I tried to learn it. And sometimes mm -hmm. I would put the audio snippet for my other podcast called The Vocab oh. Man. And then I have okay. built a whole episode around that expression or that idiom mm. that was used in the episode. And so for me, it was also a little bit, I, I learned how to, to combine things or to make connections Yeah. And, and yeah, yeah, I, th I think that's extremely important with vocabulary because, yeah, making the connection so how you can connect that piece of vocabulary to something in your life, for example, because if you don't, then you're, you're not going to remember it. But the, yeah, the idea of building episodes around one piece of vocabulary, I think, is fantastic because, like, I often see on Instagram and things many English teachers make videos of, and in the video there are like 10 different pieces of vocabulary and it just says for example another way to say um, another way to say hair is barnet that's what we say in like British slang and then another way to say C is butchers this is like cockney rhyming slang and the video finishes in like 20 seconds so I think who's going to remember that like you've just given 10 pieces of vocabulary in 20 seconds <laughs> like no one's going to ever remember that but so like you said if you've got a whole episode around it with like different examples uh, where like you heard the word then people listen to that one episode and that they will actually take that away yeah and you can see it like your own uh, notebook like your vocabulary mm -hmm. book in a way so you mm -hmm. you can keep track of the words that you you are learning and i find that just mm -hmm. uh, really great it it's a lot of fun to me i mean i i, I don't earn a single penny for me it's it's just a hobby i am a hobbyist and i am having a lot of fun and and I can learn languages, then I am happy. And also I got into contact with great people from all over the world. And some of them I even met in, in real life. So 
for mm -hmm. example, Greg Wieland. I met him in, in the UK and, and this was so amazing mm -hmm. to, to first interview them and, and then to, to really meet them. And, and it's just so amazing. It's, it's just like a, a great community, uh, the, the language uh, learning community and uh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Next time you're in England, let me okay. know and we, <laughs> we can meet. Yeah. Um, but tell people where they can find out more about you and your two podcasts, obviously. So I have a website which is a little bit crappy, <laughs> but, but I'm going to say the name. <laughs> mine, mine is too. <laughs> it's myfluentpodcast.com. But you can find okay. the podcast in all the the various podcast hosts and, and apps that mm -hmm. exist. Mm -hmm. And the vocab man is on Spreaker, but you can also you can just type in the vocab man on Google or on Spotify, then you should find it easily. Right. Okay. Yeah. I love that title as well. The vocab man. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Okay. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure having you, Daniel. And thanks a lot for your time. Thank you, Martin. Bye. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Okay. So that brings the end to my conversation with Daniel. What do you think? Are you going to do it? If you do, I promise I will be the happiest person in the world to know that someone from the rock and roll English community has listened to me, basically, and actually taken my advice and Daniel's advice and appeared on his podcast. I will be over the moon. So have a think about it. Remember, you can find Daniel by clicking on the link inside this podcast that you are listening to inside the description. And remember to check out Daniel's podcast, My Fluent Podcast, and also The Vocab Man. Again, links will be inside the show notes. So thanks everyone for listening. I will see you all very soon. But in the meantime, just keep on rocking, baby. Thanks so much for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.